1976, Anne Rice wrote the novel Interview with the Vampire. In 1994, Neil Jordan directed the American Gothic horror film Interview with the Vampire. In 2020, Clark McCarthy and Owen Ingmar conducted an interview with the vampire. Do vampires live forever? Can they live on a vegan diet? Can they go to the Olive Garden and get the chicken piccata? And finally, do they know what happened to Brian Lynn? Most of those questions end with a yes, but a couple of them don't. Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Okay, welcome back to the show. Um, as you know, my name is Clark McCarthy, and I'm sitting here with, well, not sitting here, but I'm sitting online with Owen Ingmar. How are you doing, Owen? Pretty well. As you know, um, <clears throat> I have uh, pulled a parasite on the uh, FBI agent who refused to provide me with wit sec. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm living in his basement. Um, and I uh, have been having, <laughs> I've been paying for an acoustic guitar player to come down uh, when he goes off to work uh, to play me some songs, which has been really nice. Um, and um, it's been pretty good. Um, I have recently uh, sublet a little corner of the uh, basement that I've been living in. Um, the acoustic guitar was uh, costing me a lot of money. Um, and so, you know, I'm always trying to innovate. I'm uh, always an entrepreneur. I can't really get my candy manufacturing up and running in this basement just yet. Uh, but I was like, I don't need all the space down here. Um, so I am uh, renting out part of the basement space, uh, to, um, uh, a couple of teenagers, um, who needed a place. Uh, they are little entrepreneurs of themselves. Uh, they're, uh, they're into, um, they're essentially kind of doing like a, uh, print. Uh, they're they're running a print press. Uh, they're putting out their own publication, so they need a little place to uh, set up their operations. They don't live here. Um, they just have the printing press set up, but they're paying a little bit of rent to help me out during this time. That's great. You know, whatever you can. This is a tough time for a lot of people, and whatever it takes to to make it. And also, I think it's great to have a little company down there. Uh, yeah. This printing press uh, from, or this printing business, from what I can tell on their TikToks, because I, I have been watching their TikToks, is mostly related to marijuana. And they're actually uh, very uh, anti-marijuana, these teenagers. Yes. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So a couple, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. 
no, yeah, I'm glad to see that you're following. Um, they're for a couple of teenagers. Um, they are pretty archaic, I guess. Uh, um, their magazine publication is called The Stone Age. Uh, it's a little play on words. Um, so they're going back to uh, printed material. Uh, and uh, they're very anti-marijuana. They're using TikTok, but hopefully they're going to phase that out um, and get on like a local public access channel. But they're very anti-marijuana. Yes, they are. I would say the stuff I've seen has, uh, I would describe as propaganda, anti-marijuana propaganda. They said mm -hmm. it can cause uh, chicken pox in children. Mm -hmm. It can cause uh, your car's uh, muffler to fall off. Like they're kind of all over the place in terms of yes. what say, marijuana can do for you and, and you know, your yeah. life. They said that it can make your cousin incredibly attractive. Um, uh, you'll think that cats are dogs and dogs are cats. Um, uh, yeah, they're basically kind of taking a large swing, uh, throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. And, you know, I don't completely agree with their messaging, but I respect that they're getting themselves out there and they're being little entrepreneurs. And if yeah, we can bring too. back printed media, I think that would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's great. I'm, I'm excited to see how that turns out. Thank you. Um, how are you? You know, it's been a weird week. Uh, as, as people who are listening know, last week we interviewed Billy Spimps, who is the owner of the Rainforest Cafe and secretly, let's say, the head of the drug dealing business in the area. Let's be honest. Let's be frank. He is that. And as you know, I had recently built myself sort of a drug empire um, mm -hmm. through my bowling. And bowling. And bowling, yes. Well, as it turns out, a lot of my men were secretly working for Billy, which is, I think, a bit my fault because I used to send them to get takeout over at the Rainforest Cafe a lot. So they're just interacting with Billy all the time. He's offering them more money, maybe less group exercises because I'm a big team, team exercise guy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a thing in the drug business. A lot of drug dealers do not want to do trust falls, which... Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's not connect as a group. Right. Um, so long story short, I got muscled out. Uh, thankfully, Billy did not make me eat my eyes like he said he was going to but he did he did i had a lot of figurines from the animated series robocop from the 1990s and he the melted animated them series yes these were rare because <laughs> that show ran on like 14 episodes uh-huh so these are very rare and very expensive he melted them in front of me told me uh this could be me um, and I was, and he told me stop crying and, and recorded it and then sent it to, uh, basically every woman I'm, I've been talking to online on hinge. He basically went up through my hinge and just sent that video to all. Wow. Yeah. So he it was very sabotaged nasty. you professionally and personally. Yes. I would say, you know, not to give him credit cause I'm obviously mad, but it was creative. I appreciated yeah. that. Very creative. Um, which, you know, I, I was pretty sad about that for a few days. And then I thought to myself, you know what? 
let's get back to Brian because I've been distracting myself with all this, you know, hubbaloo about drugs and I'm not focusing on what I wanted to focus on, which is solving this case and yeah. bringing some peace to the families and friends. Of, uh, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Thank you. It's good to be back. And I'm glad I'm here with you, buddy. You know, yeah. um, I don't get to see you anymore because you're living in a basement across the country, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy I get to talk to you. Yeah. And next time we're in person, I'll do a trust fall with you. I'll do that thing that you insist where I put my hand on the table and you move a knife very quickly in between my fingers. Yeah. Um, anything for some team building. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I love a good team exercise. I think it's the only way to really bond ourselves as a group. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should just get into the episode. Um, I'm excited to jump back in this thing full force. Um, so uh, we have a guest on. Uh, would, would you mind introducing yourself and let us know your relation to the case? Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, good morning, you guys. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, yeah, my name is Angelica. Um, I guess I guess this might be a little bit difficult for some people to hear um, that I was Brian's secret girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, it felt really good to say that. Um, yeah, so I was his girlfriend. Um, and yeah, I, 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 for a large portion of our relationship, I had to be kept a secret. Uh, he had a wife, he had a child, he had this, he had that, you know, so it's just kind of, uh, it's complicated, to say the least. I can imagine. Now, may I ask, uh, you did say good morning and it is uh, 3.30 a.m. Is that a little bit of a hangover from living in secret? Uh, you insist oh, yeah. on this early morning uh, interview. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're a secret girlfriend, your nights are mornings, your, your mornings are nights. It's kind of, you get used to it. It's kind of like working night shifts. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of been a lot of that. I haven't really fully recovered from the schedule. So, I mean, I, I'd like to think Brian's still out there. And when he comes back, I, I want to return to some kind of normalcy. Um, so I'm keeping my sleep schedule. Yeah. Yeah. For, for people who aren't aware, like the, obviously the listeners can't see it. You are currently in the shadows on this video call. Kind of like when they interview somebody who wants to remain anonymous on like a dateline. Yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah. 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 And I, I'm sorry. I just kind of, I figured in case someone, you know, was listening or seeing or, you know, what have you, it just, it, it was a safer option for me. Um, and I kind of prefer it at this point. I've become used to being the secret girl uh, it's kind of my MO, you know, I, I wear all black. I, I like to hide in, like you said, the shadows. Yes. Like yeah. Come and out if, during the night. Yep. Come out during the night. Exactly. And I don't know how you've done it, but I notice a mirror behind you and your reflection is not showing up in it. So oh. you have really gone above and beyond. In <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, uh, I did that for, for me. I did it for to protect myself. Not it's incredible. Myself. Yeah, you really go the extra mile. Um, Thank I, you. I have to say, 
just based on, I guess, because I can't really see you. So based on your outline and sort of the information sure, that sure. I've gotten behind, you are you appear to be wearing a black trench coat. You mm-hmm. appear to have uh, like a red facial covering. You have a big black rimmed uh-huh. hat. And <laughs> yeah. I have noticed that sort of fits the description of a local vigilante who has been going out at night and <laughs> fighting people. Oh, what? Oh, wow. What? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know anything about that. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't so, know. I I don't know. I the red the red seems like it would stand out a lot. Mm. Sure. Yeah. No, that would make sense. Um, I don't know. It might just be a flare thing. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's a flare. What do you do? Um, oh. You're sleeping during the day. You worked. Uh, you're awake during the night. During the week, Yeah. 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 I have to be. Working throughout the night because my my uh, in the morning I deliver the um, I deliver almond milk to um, some coffee shops. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I have to they... I have to work. <laughs> What's no, up? no, no. Please, sorry. I didn't I didn't know that almond milk had like almond milk delivery people like an old school like milk delivery service. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, there's a huge demand. Um, yeah, so I make I make the milk at the night. I deliver it in the morning and kind of the cycle continues and uh, I, I make a lot of different types of milk nut milk uh, oat milk and that's all okay nut milks and oat milks <clears throat> yeah. yeah 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 no cow's milk um exclusively uh vegan and i'm proud of it yeah so i i spend my night kind of milking milking the nuts and then in the mornings they're ready to go yeah, to now, be clear. this is an audio. <laughs> no, no, please go ahead. <laughs> this is an audio podcast, uh, but for our listeners, you did uh, move your fingers uh, far and close together, your pointer and your thumb, uh, as if the nuts had uh, nipples. Yeah, no, don't be gross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. please, please, Owen, say teat. <laughs> we are discussing. No, the they, they don't have nipples. They don't have nipples, but they do have. They have milk. You know, like you got to squeeze them. I, I just did that for fun. No, I don't actually squeeze them. It's just uh, they go in a big blender. You have to soak oh, them overnight, okay. and they go in a big blender, and then you kind of separate. You do squeeze the um, the nut bag. You squeeze the nut bag. You got to squeeze it real hard, and then <laughs> and all the milk comes out. I, I'm I'm sorry. Are we being gross or are we not being gross on this interview? <laughs> No, I'm I, not allowed I, to say nipple, but you're squeezing nut bags. Yeah, but they're not. It's, yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just want to make sure that we got the tone. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, no, but I, I, I do take pride in it. That's what I do during the night and then in the morning. Uh, so, yeah, that's my job. That's kind of what I do. And, um, yeah. And you deliver all those milks before the sun comes up. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why people think I'm trying to do something bad or, you know, you know, murder, kidnap, steal, cut, but I'm not doing any of that. For sure. You know, what's interesting I found about that vigilante is sometimes the vigilante will knock somebody out with like a big heavy bag. And the vigilante did say taste these nuts (laughs) as he's swinging the bag. I don't know if that, if you guys have heard that. I did wow. hear that. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Um, I heard that some of the victims reported having their uh, 
nutbags squeezed. Um, that's how they were wow. <laughs> incapacitated by the vigilante. But again, uh, you know, <laughs> you haven't heard any of that. That's that's wow. I I hate it. I hate that. I hate that nuts have such a bad rap in this town. And um, you know that that phrase, these nuts, it it means something more to me. Right. Than than, than kind of just like a, a passive, like aggressive, like these nuts. I'm, I mean, yeah. you know well, what I mean. For sure. I, I mean, from you know, obviously, I don't, uh, I've, I don't know a ton about you, but it seems like your your vegan and vegetarian lifestyle is very important to you. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you yeah. been vegan, and what inspired it? Oh. oh my gosh, uh, uh, a few months. Yeah, three months. Oh, three months. Three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, three months. Mm-hmm. What a commitment! Yeah, three months. You really Thank you. Ju- yeah. jumped Thank right you. in. I, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's still kind of a touchy subject because my dad is a. Uh, you know, he owns a farm and my mom owns an oyster farm and, you know, my whole family is just connected to meats and seafood. So, um, what, what farm does your dad own? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. The, oh, just like a cow farm. Like oh, a, just a cow farm. Like your a dairy, mama, like a dairy cow okay. farm. And your mom owns an mom oyster owns an farm? Oyster farm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. They sound so, like star-crossed um, lovers. I'm sorry, what? They sound like star-crossed lovers. Surf and oh, turf lovers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> so you started becoming a vegan around the time Brian went missing, it sounds like. Oh, I guess you're right. I, uh, yeah, I guess it uh, It did It did kind of spring into me this, uh, I don't know, this questioning of, you know, why am I here? Why are we all here? Why am I eating this? Uh, you know, just kind of these ethical questions. Uh, and uh, that was one of them. I was, why am I eating this? Is what I asked myself when Brian left. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I, I did become vegan. Uh, our favorite restaurant, though, was uh, Olive Garden. We ate there quite a bit. So it was a little bit hard for me to go vegan. Wow. He used to take you to Olive Garden now. Okay. This doesn't did. feel he like did. this doesn't feel like the Brian we know. No. The Brian we know enjoys <laughs> the Rainforest Cafe. Which I mean he's human after all. Yes. <sighs> Only a vampire right. wouldn't like the cheesecake or the Rainforest Cafe. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I mean I I've never even been to a rainforest cafe with brian i'll tell you that he must have taken his wife there you said it was hard for you to go vegan because you it because you like the olive garden so much were you having a difficult time finding vegan options at the olive garden known for its unlimited soup and breadsticks (laughs) salad and breadsticks i uh i don't know that special. You're not familiar with its unlimited salad and breadsticks. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm sorry. I uh, <laughs> I, I go there for their, their piccata, their chicken piccata. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like you've done yourself a bit of a disservice. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I got to check that out next time. I'm actually going there tonight. I got a gift card for my birthday. 
Oh. Oh, how old are you turning? <laughs> 200? I, I, um, <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm turning uh, 49. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah, so. Happy birthday. You don't Thank look a day you. over... You don't look a day over a 17-year-old who might have been killed by a vampire 200 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to go there tonight. I'm going to get a nice nice uh, piccata. I'm going to get a nice <laughs> You're just throwing the, the veganism out the window <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I I messed up. I'm not getting that. <laughs> no, don't let me stop you. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll get the piccata. I'll get the piccata and I'll save it. Okay. Hey, I'll listen. save it. Okay. I'll freeze it. <laughs> well, freeze so. it for what specifically, though? Uh, I'll save it for when I, you know, it's a phase. I think I'm not going to be hmm. vegan forever. Okay. No one can. No one should. Um, so yeah, it's probably, uh, I'll probably last a couple more days and then I'll, I'll eat the piccata. <laughs> I mean, if you know, you're going to relapse basically, <laughs> why bother waiting a few days and having a worse version of the food you could have fresh? Yeah. Um, enjoy your birthday. Okay. I don't know. Why do you, why do you get up in the morning? <laughs> uh, why do you obligation i guess uh, i i mean i i i i get up you know what i'll say this i get up every morning because i want to have find out what happened to brian lind that's that's my lot in life now that's my goal i'm yeah. happy to hear that yeah <laughs> and i get up early in the morning to eat what leftover breakfast the fbi agent has thrown into the trash before it goes cold <laughs> Wow. Thanks for sharing, you guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, listen, this is an open and upfront environment. We want to have an honest conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. moving back to Brian, I, I, I'm curious, what, who was Brian to you? How did, tell us a little oh. bit about your relationship with Brian. Oh my gosh. Uh, what was Brian to me? Uh, you know, more than anything, I think Brian was like uh, my best friend. You know, he was my best friend and we would do so many things together with the time that we had. So usually p.m. to 6 a.m. And, you know, we'd make the most of it. Uh, and, you know, we would go out, we would, we would, uh, we would go to parks, we would go swimming, we would go on hikes. Um, and yeah, I just, I really miss my best friend, I guess, I guess yeah. is the truth. Um, we did have a son, <laughs> we had a son uh-huh. together. Uh, and <laughs> so I, you know, he misses his dad. Oh my God. How old is your son together? Uh, he's about three months. Okay. Interesting. You have a three month old? Yeah, I have a I have a three month old. I'm 49. Uh, normalize it, you guys. Um, yeah, it, it, he's three months. Okay. Wow. I well, I will say that you're mentioning that it it does look like some sort of baby esque 
creature is climbing up the wall in the background. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure what to make of that. Oh, that's my cat. That's my cat. <laughs> okay. That's your cat. <laughs> that's my cat. Yeah, that's that's a that's Tabby. Yeah, get get out of here, Tabby. He's so funny. No, my baby's in no my baby's asleep, obviously. It's three thirty. Um little um little uh little cayenne. Little cayenne. Cayenne, that's a beautiful Kyan. name. How do you spell that? Uh, C Y I N. Cayenne. Cayenne. Yeah. So I um, wouldn't I don't know that I would have got any of those letters right except for the N. <laughs> most people don't. Yeah. But it's special to Brian and I. We had a lot of um you know, the spices they use the Olive Garden. They use a lot of cayenne. So we thought okay. we'd incorporate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's hard raising a baby by myself. Uh, I would say, I, got, I, I yeah. yeah, yeah, it's rough, um, especially because I'm uh, asleep during the day. It's hard. Um, so, so yeah, it's got to be really hard. Um, yeah. Do you have any help? Oh my gosh, yes. My mom is here. My sister is here. Um, my little sister is here. I had so much help and, you know, women are amazing and I'm so grateful for all the help. Um, but you know, I do miss him. And I think once this whole thing is over and Brian's back, like I'm not even mad. I'm not mad. He left. Can I ask you, I mean, one, it's amazing. You have such a great support network. I think that's wonderful. Oh, um, I'm curious though, how does it feel? I, I guess you knew you were, you were sort of the other woman in this relationship. Is that hard? Right. Is that difficult? Oh man, these really hard questions. Um, it is difficult when I think about it, <laughs> but the, but when I don't think about it and I'm just with Brian, it's so easy it's so easy. And like, you guys, if you would have just seen us together, like we just make it work. Um, and we're not Mormon. We're definitely not religious. We're just two people who decided that we would make this work with another wife in the equation. Um, and I, I think people should normalize that too. Um, and so, yeah, there's no hard feelings. I love her. We get coffee together you get coffee together we do we do we do get coffee um on sunday mornings i'll give her a call and i'll say you want to go get some coffee and we'll we'll walk down we're neighbors actually it's weird and um, we'll walk down and and yeah so we're buds we, we make it work uh no drama we hate drama okay so one of the things so we just be clear you are talking about marilyn mikowski uh mm-hmm. his secret wife and neighbor you are neighbors with them as well and you are friends with her yeah 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 neighbors friends uh you know we're it's a modern family i guess you would call it um but yeah marilyn marilyn's been a a long time friend of mine actually we grew up together Um, her dad is basically my dad um and so yeah i i'm okay with it wow 
That is incredibly progressive of you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised to hear that. Marilyn seems like a very uh, sort of closed off, maybe not so open person, but mm-hmm. it's remarkable yeah. that I guess you guys are both accepting of this relationship because you both felt such a connection to Brian. Yeah, no, we do it all. We do it all for Brian. Uh, he really was incredible. I don't know if people have told you how incredible he was. He started a nonprofit. He uh, he was a, a leader of our, he was our pastor. He, uh, you know, he was it all. He did it all. Yeah. Well, we know he, he had some strong religious beliefs. Can you tell me a little bit about that nonprofit? What exactly did they do? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, uh, yeah, definitely. They, they, uh, you know how some states don't let you carry guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So his work definitely was through, uh, guns and he, he would give, he would donate a whole box of guns to, uh, different communities <laughs> that, <laughs> that didn't have guns. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was powerful because it's like, yeah, definitely some communities. What communities was he donating <laughs> guns to? Uh, so we live in Virginia, so, uh, he would go up to, uh, North Carolina and donate some guns to, um, to, uh, what's, what's that one? Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. He would go up to Charlotte some weekend. <laughs> um, he would go up to, um, uh, where's, where's the, where's Duke? What, what town is that? Uh, he would go to that college town and he would deliver, he would donate some guns. And say, he would go to Duke and donate guns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would donate some guns there. Um, really just if, if we got an email saying we don't have guns, he would go. So it was, if you, if you're listening to this and you're in a community without guns, uh, a nonprofit, uh, more guns. <laughs> We'll, um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll contact you. So don't worry about it. Um, and yeah, that was kind of the selfless character of Brian that we all love. Wow. Um, I had to say hearing about this nonprofit, it does seem remarkably irresponsible, um, <laughs> that he's giving loose guns in a box to <laughs> random communities that, I mean, to, for the record, like Duke University is apparently in North Carolina. I was not aware of that. Um, it's in Durham, North Carolina. And Durham, that's the town. I've yeah. been there and I wasn't aware of that. So we're alerting wow. something. And, and that's the problem, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem, it feels like, is that he is distributing guns to, I would say, dangerous communities. Mm-hmm. Possibly, potentially dangerous communities. I guess. I guess you could look at it that way. We chose not to. Um, and so there's that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's really controversial though. I get it. Aren't you, do you see any connection to being involved in this essentially nonprofit gun running and his disappearance? That seems like oh. it would make me question that. Wow. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really see, I don't see any possibility. Um, 
but but I appreciate you guys really checking every single little tiny uh, detail. It's like this gun ownership. I don't know if those are that tiny of details. Honestly, it's a missing (laughs) man and a bunch of guns Uh, in a box. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I guess I kind of see. I see. I think you have a good start there. Yeah, I have to be uh, I have to be 100 percent honest in our investigation. We have found out that uh billy uh or sorry uh i'm 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 sorry um we have found out that he he was involved with uh brian was involved with a drug running business with a man named ricky grapes um that he had offended uh the local mafia in town so uh, it it does feel like maybe some of this is related. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. I know Ricky. That's so funny. You know him. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Ricky Grapes. That's that's wild. Uh, yeah, you got you guys are so smart. You're putting together all these things, and I uh I I'm just I'm here for the ride, I guess. Uh. Um, but uh, no, I, I mean, I don't really see any relation between guns and mafia and disappearance. Um, I don't really see it. Sorry. Interesting. I, can I ask you, is that a box of guns on the floor behind you in the background? Oh my goodness. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a box of guns that your (laughs) cat is playing around in. Yeah. Those are the guns. Those are the, those were the, that was the box that was going to go down to Georgia. Uh, the week that Brian left, so I just got him here, and I, uh, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I want want to leave it to him to do it. I don't want to do it for him. So, um, yeah. So for now, uh, me and Kyan are just here with the guns and the cat. So, but yeah, a simple life. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It feels like he was running guns in addition to drug dealing, and he may have illegally filed this as a nonprofit. Oh, wow, you guys are so smart. I would have never thought of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I honestly can't tell if that's true or not. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if you're an active participant or if you're just sort of along for the ride. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so funny. This is such a good time, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like you're moving closer to the door as if you're going to run away from this interview. Oh, oh no. I have a big delivery. I gotta go. The milk spoils it in a few hours. Wait, are you delivering or you're expecting a delivery? Oh, I'm delivering. I got it. I've been making almond milk while we've been chatting. uh, Time to. You've been squeezing those. Okay, I thought we weren't doing that (laughs) gesture. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, Oh. Oh. I don't know why. It says it's not in there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I got a big delivery. I'd, lo- I'd love to. I'd love to chat, but I really can't. Okay, well, listen. If you gotta go, we'll we'll let you go soon. I guess I'm just curious if you have any theories about what happened to Brian. You were really close to him. You loved him. And- oh, that is a great question. Nobody has asked me that. Um, I would say, you know, Brian. I think he is just out there messing around. I don't think anything bad has happened to him. I think maybe he got lost. 
or maybe he just decided he wanted to go on a little a little trip without me, without his wife, you know, to do some self-discovery. I I don't think there's any conspiracy. Uh, I think he'll be back, and uh, I'm I uh, I'll be here waiting when he gets back. <laughs> Well, I, I say I admire your your positive attitude. Um, in sure. the or what is the strongest denial I've ever seen? Uh, um. Okay, you guys, so funny. <laughs> okay, I don't know if we are being funny. I think we're just we're just trying to talk to you, Angelico. You know, empathize with what you're coming from. The man you love is missing. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you think that perhaps we're overreacting, that he'll be back soon? I think so. I mean, he's done it before. He'll do it again. Brian. You know, that's what I said. He'll do it again. He's done it before, Brian. That's what I'm going to say. That's all I'll say about this. You know, um, yeah, I think when he comes back, it'll be it'll be exciting. Uh, we're going to go right back to, uh, you know, our our... 10 or 11 to 6 schedule. Kyan's going to have a dad again and everything will be okay. I hate to ask this, but on the, uh, have you given thought to if it, if he doesn't, what your plan is? Oh, I have not even thought of that. <sighs> well, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll, Kyan and I will have to find uh, a new father. I guess we'll get on some dating apps. Uh, I don't know. Hit up some friends in high school. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So if you have to get back on like the romantic market, you're going to start hitting up friends from high school on on, like Facebook? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably Facebook. I have some other, I mean, we live in Virginia, everyone is a neighbor. I'll just hit up them doors. <laughs> wow. I, you're, this, uh, what, if you could sum up your life motto, what would you sum it up as? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I would say, uh, <laughs> I would say be sneaky. Be sneaky. <laughs> I would say be sneaky. Give blood. Okay, I'm not. I'll tell you what. I'm not surprised by that second one. <laughs> no, <laughs> give blood seems uh, the, maybe the most honest thing you've said this entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you guys are cracking me up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just want to be clear. We were, this has been a very serious interview this whole time. Yeah, a man is missing and (laughs) you have a child who might grow up fatherless. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to remind me. Sorry. Um, Listen, Angelica, we we really appreciate you taking the time and the energy. Um, I know this. My pleasure. Yeah, it means a lot. I know you have to get back to work. Um, if for some reason Brian doesn't return and you do feel like putting yourself out there, uh, I am 
I am available. Uh, please do not look at my hinge. Um, <gasps> oh my goodness. Well, I, okay. Let's, are you asking me out? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously if you are, I'm going to be frank. If you are a vampire, I don't think I would be comfortable uh, having my blood drained. But if you're not, mm-hmm. uh, I've always enjoyed a mysterious woman. Oh. <laughs> wow, Clark, oh, uh, you are surprising me. <laughs> uh, All right, see you tonight at the Olive Garden, Clark. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Six o'clock. When they had the best to got it. <laughs>